When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the show. Great to have you with us on this beautiful Tuesday afternoon. Now, we started the show in amongst a whole lot of other stuff talking about this Manchester City situation. And, you know, it's obviously a you know, serious concern mm. and who knows how it's going to well, play out. Well we, well, we kicked around the fact that nothing may happen or something may happen. And we'll wait and see just how that tug of war and arm wrestle plays itself out. Andy Harper knows much more about uh, the likelihood of what might happen than the you that you and I do, and he's been good enough, as is always the case, to give up his time to have a chat about hmm. another big story in the world of football. Harps, thanks for joining us on the show, mate. Cocker, how are you? We're good. Um, given the fact that UEFA had a dip at Manchester City a couple of years ago, and you know, Kaz intervened and said nothing to see here. Yep. Were you surprised yep. that a couple of years later the Premier League have, have doubled down and brought their own allegations and charges against Manchester City? Well, that's that's a really inter- that is the interesting point here. Um, you would have thought that that uh, the, the English Premier League has way more of a vested interest in Manchester City, yes. um, not having them put, to be put through the ringer again as they did with UEFA. Um, but I, I think your drawing on the UEFA incident is quite proper because there was a lot of hand wringing around the incident and the issues, and people just leapt to the conclusion that where there's smoke, there's fire, and the, the root of all evil uh, in modern football are operations like this, therefore throw the book at them. And, of course, as, as you've quite rightly said, um, the process that then went through didn't mean they got off scot-free, but the penalties were severely reduced for mm. dodging financial fair play rules. And, and, and it might, you know, the cynics in us might think it's just a matter of how much you can pay your lawyers to get the best defence. And there could be an element of that as well. But the fact of the matter is, whatever was thrown by UEFA um, at the Manchester City situation, a lot of that washed away through the process. And I think it it behoves well of us to just uh, remember that as the hand-wringing starts again now. And in one sense, I have no idea the degree of guilt or innocence of Manchester City. None of us do, unless you're seeing what's going on. We just read what we read. Um, a large part of the fallout, however, I am prepared to suggest, is a general angst in, the, in, in fans, football fans, at where football, their sport, is heading with these, the, you know, these, these massively wealthy organisations, yeah. hedge funds, American billionaires, Russian oligarchs, nation states, etc. Um, and as much as anything, it's almost like a, it's a reflection of the disconnect that, that a whole army of fans are feeling from them and their clubs in the direction in which the top end of the game, which is English Premier League, is going. So I've got, we've got to be careful not to conflate the, the, this general attitude in the football community with what Manchester City might or might not have done. And if, of course, <laughs> they're guilty of, of whatever, then, I don't know, do we sit back and wait to see how long the new Chelsea owner yep. is not asked to stand <laughs> and yep. give account mm. and, yep. and then the Saudis in Newcastle and blah, 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 blah. So... A lot of the, I'm not saying they haven't, you know, they're innocent or guilty. I have no idea, but 
Um, I mean, I'm going to work as hard as I can not to be part, you know, of the Madame Defarges with the Menin needles at the at the French Revolution, <laughs> just calling for that, you know, for the axe to drop. Let, let's just see how this washes out, and there's going to be a lot to play. Hey, Andy, I always just assumed that uh, European football, it was free market, uh, that if you've got the money, go ahead yeah. and spend it. And then as yeah. I was, get into this with the UEFA financial fair play rules and regulations, can you just take a step back for us and understand what is that all about and what are the objectives? Well, European football was certainly a free market and according to the view of some authoritative bodies, some people still treat it like a free market. Mm. (laughs) That's what's happening with Manchester City now (laughs) in their view. But but very clearly what the authorities decided they needed to do to, to, to protect the game, the integrity of the game, was to make sure that as much as they could without having salary caps, God, could you imagine trying to police yeah. AFL style or American sports style a salary cap in European football? Thousand to one. With, with, oh, God. N- 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 impossible. So yeah. they have come up with these financial fair play rules, which is desi- designed on... The front of the argument is they're designed to keep football from killing itself, to to stop clubs from spending themselves beyond, we've heard this all before with our own sports, spending beyond their own means, and to main, maintain some sort of semblance um, of connectivity a, across the levels of football, um, and to stop nation states, Russian oligarchs, just washing money through the game um, that, that other people couldn't do, but, but that... that, that 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 is a fabrication of the true worth of the sport. So you can't out you can't outspend what you earn. And the problems I think that have been that the allegations to, to, to Manchester City in the meantime is that um, money that's been pledged to the club has has come you know straight out of the nation state wealth uh, of of the UAE, um, and it's and it's not a function of the club's business operations or sponsorship value. Mm. I'm loosely sort of summarising here. And so the game's come up with this financial fair play. You can only spend X amount of what you earn. Now, in the AFL sense and in Aussie Australian sports sense, you know, the percentage of club's expenditure or game expenditure to player salaries is hovers around the 40% mark, right? In Australia, give or take, the, the sports scientists and sports administrators think, 40% 40% of the total budget, the, the total revenue pool goes to player salaries and we can live with that and invest in the rest of the game. I think financial fair play in Europe, hold on to your hats, works on the basis of about 90% of the Ooh. revenue goes to so, players. So the genie's um, out... The so genie's close yeah, to the wind. Yeah, well, they are. And the genie's out of the bottle on this one, Harps. And so I don't know how you put it back in. Gazy's view is... We're having a chat off here. It's not my view. I just... No, I don't have the answer to. Yeah, but it's your... your well, it's like... Well, they have, what have they done wrong? they've got the money what, yeah. and they're paying their bills and everyone's getting paid... Yeah, then, but the, surely the problem is that the minute the people that own this hmm. version of Manchester City decide their days are done, they've they've achieved what they want to achieve hmm. and they're going to spend their money elsewhere. What happens to Manchester City when this mob pull out? But that happens because, anyway. But no club can afford them after that. That's what, Surely, Harps, that's why the FIFA fair play regulations were brought in the first place because these clubs actually mean a bit. They mean a bit to people, have done for over 150 years in some cases mm. to a lot of people, and they just don't want it to be a plaything for some billionaire for 10 yeah, years no, until he runs out, of, uh, runs out of interest in it. Or, or interest. No, look, I agree with that. That's, that's, that's tapped into, the, into a deep sentiment, and we saw all that, of course, with the European Super League. It's an excellent production on Apple Plus television, not that I'm spruiking, um, you know, 
subscription television here or streaming services that is a, is a really brilliantly produced um, four four series four part uh, series on the war for football, which which highlights beautifully produced and yeah. it highlights exactly this nexus between the, the inexorable direction in which the game finds itself heading with this massive money coming in against the historical interests of the fans and the connection of the fans and the huge the, the huge protests that came with those announcements scuppered the deal. I don't think it's killed it completely. They're still working on it. And indeed, Juventus, Barcelona and Real Madrid have refused to accept defeat. Um, you'd like to think there's still the soldiers running down the beach at Guadalcanal 60 years later still firing their weapons, thinking the war's still going. Mate, that one's done. Let's, 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 hope, that's, let's hope that's the case, but it's not quite gone away yet. And look, this is football. Potentially, this is football's version of the subprime housing market that blew the global financial That's, crisis yes. into reality in 2008. You know, speculation, confidence, speculation, inflate the market here, prices to players there, and it's the point at which you jump off that elevator. That's what these businessmen have to measure. And then what are we left with? It's so a game, and this is what mm. the authorities are trying to wrestle with. So for you, Gazy, mm. is that worth bearing in mind? Oh, I mean, it absolutely is. When the longevity and the fans and yeah, what yeah. is left when... But they're all doing it just on different degrees. You could say the same about those that... But, but ultimately, the bills are getting paid. The bills are but getting paid. I understand if that. If you read the no, no, if I'm you just... read the article in 2021-22, they yeah. profited 42 well, million well, the, pounds. Part so of they're the not pro- like the clubs well, going to the Scheisenhausen. Well, well, part of the problem is they're probably getting paid more than what sits on the books. Right. This is the whole problem. They haven't been mm. cooperative. Well, Andy, how, with, how, with, the, with these, though, uh, what are the penalties? What is the likely outcome oh. for the breaches <laughs> that they've made? I have no idea. But the, highlight, the, the headlines that have been running today are sensational in the extreme. Like Manchester City did get kicked out of the English Premier no League. Well, no I, chance. I'm not, I wouldn't, I'm not calling for it. I just I believe it when I see it. But it certainly gets your attention. Mm. Now, they've, what, they've, they've, they've identified or reported 100-plus breaches um, of, of the proper conduct and the rules, um, and the authorities will work through them. I mean, you know... Manchester City have had to fend off this attack before from UEFA, as we've as we've discussed, uh, and now I don't know. They're experiencing this. They'll they'll justify their position, I'm sure, through the courts. But um, I think one of the interesting things, and you highlighted it, is that their domestic organisation that's looking hard at them now, possibly with pressure from from the British government, uh, who who came under direct um, approach and attack from the fans in the Super League war and. If this is related to that fallout at all, well, let's wait and see. But there was a big move in the Super League, um, in those four days of the Super League, for the British government to legislate um, in favour of... I don't know, like you say, Gazy, how the hell do you set up rules that, are, mm. that can manage this and affair about this? But, but there was a lot of pressure on the British government to actually come up with some sort of mechanism to protect football from itself. Mm. Um, and may, maybe this is all flowing on from that four-year investigation. I mean, there'd, there'd be highly experienced and, and credentialed professionals who've been building this case to mm. put Manchester City in the dock. And mm. in response, we can guarantee that Manchester City will have equally adept um, mm. defence prepared. And it's, it, it is going to be popcorn-chewing viewing. Is what's happened here uh, the same as what's happened... Uh, is it Juventus? that They've gone through the same... Is it the same set of circumstances? It reads very similar. Yeah, it, se- it seems to be. 
Um, and when you mentioned to, as I have done, um, the, the Juventus situation recently being dock points, and, and their first response is, well, this is this is the start of the get square for the European Super League that, that mm. was launched and then collapsed. And Juve, as I said, are one of the three clubs who's yet to concede defeat on this. Barca, Real Madrid and Juventus uh, have yet to concede defeat on the European Super League. Um, the, the simplest way around this without it being simple at all, is for people just to realise we're not allowed to spend so much money. This yeah, is ridiculous. Spot like, on. Play, players getting paid £500,000 a week to kick a ball around. I mean, it's ludicrous. <laughs> no. Uh, it's exactly yeah. right. And as we said before, the journey's out of the bottle. So if this is designed, if all of this is designed to put a cap on all of that, harps, or maybe even try and get a bit of the journey, you know, back, back in where the journey came from, uh, good luck because this it's it's actually out of control and I it's. Don't, I don't know how you do it. No, 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 and it's not sustainable. But, but At know, the end of the day, it's not sustainable. It isn't, you know. And you know, if if uh, you know, I, I think I'm going to speak on behalf of massive people in the world, particularly people in Australia and secondary tertiary markets for football, but still part of this global um, movement. If there was some reticulating financial system where if the, if the big guys come in, the, the oligarchs and the billionaires and the hedge funds and this and that, and they want to tip money into the top end of town, then there, there needs to be a commensurate... How about there's a commensurate tax that then goes back into the bottom of the game around the world to fund coaching and development, etc.? Because at the moment, it, it's all getting sucked up to the top. Um, and that's the English Premier League. Um, and, and that's not necessarily healthy because this is the biggest sport in the world with pretty much every every country on the world contributing contributing to this business. Now, in a business sense, this is their defence point. They say, we're the ones putting on the show, we should get the money. But I don't think you can just cut away the top so-called top 10, 12 leagues in the world and say that they're, they're, they're not connected to the rest of the pyramid. They most certainly are and they should contribute back to it. And, and the Super League saying that, um, as I learned watching that, series that they were going to put some sort of percentage back into the game and we've heard all that before. Yeah. Well, let's see if they do. Good luck Hearts, we're scratching the surface. You're right. Uh, popcorn at the ready. Uh, this is going to go for a while and there's going to be some uh, some juicy moments along the way. Thanks, as always, for joining us and uh, we'll all watch this story play out together. We appreciate your time. Meanwhile, Cocker, let's get out to the A-League and enjoy <laughs> some life. There nice. you go. That's what we're all nice. about. Andy Harper joining us on the show.